Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures in between. Welcome to Scrap Metal Show Podcast, episode number 57. That's Heinz 57. <laughs> I am your host, Metal Maddie. And to my right, yes, always to the right, Mellow Maddie. How are you, sir? Good evening, Metal. We're back. We are back after a crazy and fun, entertaining interview with the one and only Brian Fair. I hope everyone's. Fall. I hope everyone's checked it out. It's been up for a couple. About a, it was a month. It was a month ago today. Was it been a month? Yeah, it was August twenty wow, seventh, and we talked to. Quick. Yeah, and he was. We want to thank him again for coming on. Awesome, awesome, great interview. Awesome, I've gotten awesome so interview. many, so many great, great reviews on that. Yeah, like, pe- friends, family, people reaching out to me saying, "Wow, that interview was awesome." Right, like I, spectacular. You guys did a great job. I mean, Brian made it easy. He Brian did. Was so fun to talk he to. He did for, to talk to. for our first interview. Our cherry was popped with Brian, <laughs> as it were. Our interview interview cherry, so to speak. Yeah, but yeah, he was, was, uh, he was gentle with us. Yeah, we had a fun time. He, and, he uh, eased it into us. Check it, check it out. Check us out. It's on Spotify. Yeah, Stitcher, it's on all, all the uh, all yeah. platforms that you find your favorite podcast. You know where to find us. You found us right now. Exactly. Yeah, you can find us there and find it there and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you actually, uh, you want you went to the show. So yeah, um, you saw him recently. So we'll do a um, quick like recap. Yeah. Of the uh, show, a um, concert review. Maddie, uh, Mellow Maddie's supposed to go, but he bailed out because he, of his fucking ears. He flaked out. That deserves a. Chooch alert! <laughs> where's the, where's Chooch the alert! We where's don't the, have the Chooch Kazoo's no, handy. Where are I they? I tucked them the away. I threw them away. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, that hurts my ears. Next Stop. So I'll have the Chooch Kazoo's ready. <laughs> yeah. I promise you that. I fuck it. I broke them in half. So, um, besides the point, I saw them Shadows Fall recently, uh, September sixteenth. They had the annual New England Metal Festival in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's, uh, it's called, actually called the New England Metal and Hardcore Festival. Yeah. And it was established in 1999 uh, by a guy, Lee, Mr. Lee. And um, actually it was on hiatus until, I think the last show was 16 or 17, and it was on hiatus. It came back for the first time in six years this year. Wow. And it was, wow. Yeah. Disappoint. It was a stacked, fucking stacked lineup. Great, great like, artists. Yeah. Great bands. Yeah. Down, like, from top to bottom, so they had the, so outside the the venue they have a uh, pretty decent sized parking lot, yeah, like lot, and they had they had bands going on inside, and yeah. they had the major bands, the bigger bands going on outside. They had two stages. They had the Metal Blade stage and um, Metal Blade Records, Metal Blade Records, yes, yeah, and they had um, I forget, geez, I'm drawing a blank on the other stage name, but they had two stages across from each other. They had yeah. one that was a little bit bigger. And one a little smaller. And, and one was inside and one was out? And they had, no, two stages outside. Oh, okay. And then one stage inside for like the small, like, band oh, like right. Jesus Peace. Wow. And um, there was a couple of the, I didn't, actually didn't get a chance to get inside. So I didn't get no. there until like 4.30. And uh, funny thing, well, in walking into the venue. Yeah, yeah. Maddie likes this. And I'll tell you, like, <laughs> you people like this too, hopefully. I was walking in, so I'm walking down the sidewalk like a, like a fucking knucklehead. And I'm <laughs> by yourself? By myself. Because someone bailed. Because someone bailed. I know. <laughs> and I had my phone in my hand. I'm you know, doing some like online, just doing some online research of the venue. And you were looking up Taylor Swift's uh, yeah, latest. Taylor Swift and yeah. Kelsey, they're dating, but that was clarified <laughs> yeah, this yeah. past Sunday. Yeah, now it's been confirmed. When she was at his, uh, inside yeah. his pr- in the uh, private box yeah, with his yeah. ma. Right, now we know, thank so God. Now we know, thank you for that. Yeah. And thank you for Barstool Sports for always fucking promoting that every fucking chance they get. Womp womp. Oh, really? Yeah, like every time you go on there, the social media shit, that's always showing Taylor Swift videos with 
Jesus, healthy. boy, that uh, website is sold out, huh? Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel. I mean, I, I know Dave Portnoy just bought it back for like a buck. Oh, did he? Yeah, he bought it. Oh, that's right. He sold it for like, yeah, he bought it for millions, like squillions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And he sold it back. He bought it back for like cheap ass money. Dave Portnoy, the pride of Swapskit. Yeah, and no, he's from Milton, I think too. Oh, I think yeah, he was born and raised. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a local guy. Yeah, anyway, so get off the track, it. Yeah, I was walking into the venue, so he had to walk down the sidewalk, go down. It took you like like forever to get in there. Yeah, they wanted you. They wanted you go around front to you know scan your ticket to get in. So as I'm walking in. I had my head down like a knucklehead, like I said, and I happened to look up like last second, like like five feet. I almost bumped into Randy Blythe, the lead singer from Lamb of God, and I was like, shell. I was shocked because I didn't think, expect him to walk out the side door out of nowhere. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, Randy!" And he shook my hand, and he walked away, and I walked away. And as I walked closer to the front of the venue, I was like, I stopped myself. I said, "Fuck!" Yeah. I should have. I should have. <laughs> yeah. Stopped him and said, "Hey, man, come on the podcast." Right, right. I've been reaching out to him for like months now. Yeah, and he hasn't got back to me. So, Randy, if you heard, if you're listening to this, <laughs> please. I was that knucklehead that you bumped into coming up that side door with the tool T-shirt. Yeah. So come at, come haul at your boy. Yeah. Find us on Instagram, Scrap Metal Show, and you can DM me through there. But yeah, that's what happened. So you get into the venue, and they have the two major, two major stages no. um, outside, across from each other, literally, maybe like a football field and a quarter apart from each other. And it's awesome. And it was, and they had this huge merch tent. You know, they had decent, they had a huge line of, um, row of, uh, porta potties so people can go to the bathroom. They had a decent amount of, uh, vendors that sell the drinks and, and food and whatnot. But, um, I didn't get this like 434 40, So I missed some of the bands. Like, I wanted to see Terrace. I missed them. I was disappointed about Terror. They're more like a, have, like, they're more like a metal hardcore yeah, punk band. Right. They're pretty cool. Newer, newer band. No, they've been around for a little while. Yeah. And I missed Vane FM. They're actually a local Boston. They're, they're yeah. heavy metal, death metal. They're awesome. And I didn't get a chance to see them, so I was pissed about that. But I saw some videos on YouTube. They were, it was pretty cool. And then I got there to see the... I pretty much got there to see the major band. I got to see Black Dahlia, Fit for an Autopsy, um, uh, Dying Fetus. I got to see like the major... Then, then, I know, Dying Fetus. Crazy, right? They're a folk band, right? Yeah, they're folklore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think it was until... I think in that course, right after... Um, uh, Black Dahlia got off, like Dying Fetus went on the next, so it was two stages, so dying, Black Dahlia got off, and the next stage, boom, right away. I'm so they'd you. stagger it, so, there was, so nobody was playing at the same time? No. Oh, okay. The same, only inside. Was oh, the okay, right, right. The bands that no one cares yeah. about, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, some, <laughs> right, yeah. I didn't get the chance to see them, because I was like, the show started at 12. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see Jesus Peace, because I, I saw some videos online people were like, and I saw on the Instagram page, like, Jesus Peace was going nuts. Yeah. And people, like, there was no... There was lack of security right inside, inside. so people were literally just yeah. jumping on stage and stage dive. That's funny, yeah. Stage dive, right, right. That's, I would have been. That was awesome. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the advantage of having uh, the inside, uh, the lesser known bands, because you can probably do more with them. You can fuck with them more. Exactly. Yeah, it's more interactive. You saw, yeah. You check out their IG page. Yeah. You can see people just literally <laughs> bum rushing the stage, <laughs> jumping onto the stage, and they're yeah. going nuts right. on stage, right. playing and performing. And these guys are just going. You get people wailing their arms, <laughs> fucking diving out backwards, jumping, yeah, yeah. you know, doing crazy shit up onto yeah. the stage in the crowd. I should say. Yeah. Oh man, but so so after Black Daddy got off, then I I, I want to say um, dying. Fe- I'm sorry, fit for an autopsy went on. So right off, right as one band got over outside, yeah, 
boom, the next one's ready to go. That's nice. So, so right after no downtime. So right after Black yeah. Dahlia got up. I mean, I don't really. I mean, I like dying fetus, but I'm not like a huge fan. So well. I. The group I was with, we bum rushed right to the front of the stage. We were You're more there. a fan of actual dying fetuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? of course, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> not. <laughs> I am. But going, <laughs> you make me. I had a, I had a pause. Go ahead, have a drink. What are you, Maddie, what are you dehydrated? <laughs> Somebody worked today. I didn't. No shit. I know. But so, I was like, you know what? So I knew Shadow's Fall was going on next at the Black Dahlia on the main stage. So after that, so people after the Black Dahlia was over again. People scoop, you know, scooted over to see. I want to say dying. Yeah, it was for an autopsy. Yeah. So as that was happening, <laughs> I was in the group I was with. We we literally just bolted right to the front of the um, railing for the wait to wait for a shadow's fall. Yeah. And lucky man, we got lucky. We yeah. literally got there at like six forty, and from six forty until ten forty at night, I did not move from that spot. Wow. You're right. Stayed right. there for four hours. Right. And we waited because right after Shadows Fall, Hatebreed went on the other stage. So I got to see I got to see Hatebreed from afar. Man, I never yeah. I never seen Hatebreed before. No, I like Hatebreed. Never seen him before. Wow, the great Jamie Jasta. Jamie Jasta, man, he yeah. is intense. He's awesome. He brings the energy all the time, just like Brian Fair does. Brings the energy all the time. So that was great. So Shadows Fall came on around seven fifteen, seven twenty. Okay, and right at sunset, boom! It yeah, was the place went berserk. Yeah. Shadows Fall hasn't been. On tour, like they've done festivals here and there for the yeah. last couple of years, but they haven't done a tour. And to do this festival in their home state, oh god, the place went berserk. Like, they came out and they opened up with um, oh Jesus, I, I posted the day I forget, drawing a blank on the song. But besides the point, yeah, they just came out and they fucking crushed it. Like they haven't lost a step, right? They, no, like, like, the, yeah. was, like after talking to Brian and seeing them, like yeah. three later, right, like, three, three weeks later perform, right. It was like really cool, to, like to see, like yeah, I haven't seen them since '07. Wow, okay, that's the last time I've seen Shadow Fall yeah. play live. Wow, so and I mean, all these the common denominator is a lot of these guys are uh, in their forties, right? These guys, these aren't kids. No, I mean Jamie Jast is probably or, or yeah, or a little younger. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all hovering around middle age. And it's funny you said that because yeah. Brian said it during one of the in between songs. He said, right. um, he said, man, he goes, it's funny being back here. It's like an it's like a high school reunion. Yeah, it's like you see all these guys we pretty much grew up with in the yeah. industry. Right. Yeah. And then so so after Hatebreed got over. Then the final act went on. The okay. main attraction, yeah. Lamb of God. <laughs> and they came on at 9.15, and I saw Randy come. Like, I saw, because where we were sitting, you could see both like sides yeah. of the stage, and you could right. see Randy kind of like warming up on the side. You could see him pacing back and forth. He was fucking angry. <laughs> like a bull. You can tell he was ready. When he, I, I, it's funny, yeah. because I follow him on Instagram, and some of the things he posts, he's just so like calm. Right. And he's so funny and cool, and, he just, like, he's, and he's so quiet. And then he's a whole different yeah, animal right. when he's on stage, man. Yeah. If you've seen him, he's a fucking madman. I bet a lot of at least lead singers are like that, right? Yeah, he, you can't be like that all the time. You can't be. No, you can't be a rage. Years old now. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. And he's the, the music. He, the music they perform. Yeah. It's like, is there's an age, there's an age restriction now? There's gonna be a yeah. Where he's, there's gonna be a time like and I think he said it not so not too, not too long ago, uh, a year or two ago, in an interview that I read or heard. I can't remember what it was from. Maybe it was metal injection or something he did. Yeah. And he basically said, he goes, I, 60 years old, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't do this. I'm yeah. Like, I, can't, I can't be doing what I do at 60 No. I can't. He jumps like, from, he jumps from like a pedestal that's like eight feet in the air and onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. He paces the whole time back and forth. Yeah. He doesn't sit still. If he does that at 60, he's gonna, his graham, graham cracker uh, bones are going to snap yeah. at that point. I know. So, it, I mean, I mean, they, Lamb of God never yeah. disappoints. Right. So, um, 
Yeah. So besides the point, yeah. it's a killer show. Great stacked set list from, you know, I'm sorry, it's great stacked lineup from head to toe. Like, how, 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 was, how intense was the pit? Were you raging in the pit? or was Because well, I was yeah. front row. So, right. So, Any battle scars? Yeah, I had a couple, like, well, I had a broken, pretty much a broken neck for like a week. My oh, neck was so sore. Oh, strong yeah? Yeah, yeah. I had, I, not, I wasn't like, I wasn't in the pit because the pit was like, like maybe three, six, right. four, five rows behind us. But when people decided to, yeah. you know, jump up and want to get crowd surfed to the front of the stage, right. I was the one with, among many other people, yeah. had a system to the front so that <laughs> yeah, the right. guys can grab him and, and send him back. On their way to back to do it again. <laughs> Recycle him. I think I saw, I think I saw the same kid must uh, probably like 13 times. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, and there's one fucking guy. Yeah. You have to know. You have to know when you can't do it. Yeah, right, and right. Talk about weight. Right. Like this guy, <laughs> this kid was so fucking fat. Don't fat shame. I'm, so after, I, I'm sorry. He was fat. Fat, fat fuck. He was a yeah. fat fuck. Yeah. And as I'm, so I'm like, I'm, so I have to always, I'm constantly like looking at the stage, looking behind me because yeah. Like, and then, but you could tell your head's on the swivel. You had to, you, basically, yeah. You yeah. Had to look at the um, security guy's reaction to say once they like, you could see them like you can't see what me, but like they they look up and their head starts bobbing. Right. And your hand, hand comes, you know, someone's coming your way. <laughs> so of course I turn around. And there's this kid, and he was fucking probably been like 250 pounds. Oh, I see pounds. A heifer. He wasn't like a monstrosity. Ooh, a big fat person. Like, you know, Yokozuna. <laughs> right. But he was fat. Too right. fat to be doing the crowd surfing. Yeah, right, so right. So as he passes by, I'm screaming bloody murder as he gets down. I said, you fat fuck, know your limit. You know? <laughs> Did you say that? And I swear to God on my fucking two dead That'd be a great for a band, know your limit. Yeah, know your limits. And I screamed it so loud. I'm pretty sure he heard me. I hope so. Yeah. Well, somebody's going to say so it. So loud. Yeah. I said, don't you do that again, you motherfucker, you fat fuck. Know your limits. It's pit etiquette, right? Exactly. I mean, come on. You have to. Exactly right. what I said to James, my buddy who was with me behind. I said, yeah. pit etiquette. Yeah. Don't do that shit. No. You know? <laughs> I know. Well, that's Overall, what... I give the show a fucking A+. Plus. Yeah. It was a great venue. I had the, the Worcester Palladium, even though I hate driving to Worcester from the North Shore, which it's is like an hour and Pain in the ass. Away, right. Honestly, the Worcester Palladium never disappoints. Right, right. The fucking show is phenomenal. Yeah. It's a great Good. venue. The show was great. Stacked lineup from head to toe. Awesome, so awesome. Overall, A plus rating. Will they do it next year? Do you think it'll come back so. and stay back? I yeah. hope so because I'm going next year too. Yeah, definitely. Especially, yeah, I hope the Shadows Fall will. Uh, yeah, be back. You know. Well, this hopefully will bring it back and get people. Uh, you know. Keep exactly. people, people coming out to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, I also so we're gonna do the um with that we do the uh well, it's kind of <laughs> part of the tidbit extravaganza the music tidbit so, yeah. I know you. I know you. Avid listeners like when we do this, so right. I'm sorry. We'll have to do this right now for you. Right now, that brings us to the music tidbit, tidbit extravaganza. extravaganza. Perfect. <laughs> I know you. You like it after that? <laughs> A little bit. Okay. Of room spinning. More than, more than usual. We're not going to bore you to death with too many things. No. What's going on? Maddie and I want to discuss uh, Vince Nail recently, right? <laughs> yeah. He's at a show. Yeah. Doing his soul stuff, right? Uh, no, with the crew, right? The crew, it, was, it had to have been the crew, but yeah. So I'm talking. He wants to do. I was reading. He wants to do. A, he wants to put a solo record out. It's in the works. But then <laughs> the crew was performing. Where was it? I don't know. <laughs> Let's say they were in fucking uh, somewhere in the Midwest. Somewhere in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And. It was a it was a it was a shooting going on next door, right? It was a shooting uh, somewhere in the area. Yeah, um, yeah, there was a shooting, and they whisked him off the stage. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I don't think it was close by. It wasn't even in the venue. It was across the street. Yeah, exactly. Some sketchy like, neighborhood. Yeah. I wish I, is, I wish I knew where it was the now. Point but. Is, you, you, you hit on it. Yeah. You alluded to it in a, right. in a way. Put him out to pasture. The guy can't do <laughs> shit. And don't even let his solo record even come out. That should be banned. No. He yeah. He's embarrassing himself daily on the uh on the on the cruise yeah. tour right now. Totally. Uh, the other guys are uh Holding up, right? I mean, they don't have McMar. They have John Five now, obviously, John which, is, beast. which is a great addition. That's keeping them. I think it's actually better. It's a better step up. Oh, McMars was basically arthritic, an uh, uh, arthritic zombie at this point. <laughs> but well, even even I mean, no disrespect, McMars was the ba- I think the baddest motherfucker in the band. Oh, McMars was, was yeah, it was older, like an alien. Yeah, he was older. He just so looked. He looked like, like he was pure gothic from the get. Yeah, he was. He really this was. Guy's yeah, tried to be look like more. He didn't really want to be flamboyant. No, he didn't. No. He hated that. He hated that. No, it never seemed to be a good fit. It never seemed like he was in the right band. No. But I mean, he you know, obviously was with them for 40 plus years. He would have been better better off being in the Misfits. Yeah, seriously. Or uh, some so, kind of, yeah. Like yeah. Or, or the Cure. Or the Cure or the Ramones. <laughs> or a heavier version <laughs> yeah. of the Cure. Yeah. yeah. But don't disrespect to Rick Moss. He was a great, he's a great guitar player and was a great guitar player. Yeah. And he fit the band. But I think John Five is a step up. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm surprised. Even, I mean, even in his heyday, John Five's a better guitar player. They should be kissing John Five's ass just to keep them relevant as they just Thank slowly. You. I mean, uh, I, there's some question that uh, uh, Tommy Lee's using like drum tracks during the show. Yeah, some I kind read, of pre recorded shit. There's been a little evidence of that. And I mean, I mean, Nikki Six, I mean, the bassist, is certainly one of the, for, uh, certainly on those songs are the easiest part of those. Uh, I know. Yeah, there's, he, there's not a lot of musicality with Nikki Six. You. Although he writes a lot of that shit. He I, does. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll give him yeah. That. Yeah, and, Nikki Six has uh, died and gone to heaven and come back. <laughs> yeah, so. so that was yeah. So uh, they so uh, good news, guys. Vince Neil lives to sing another day out of out of key. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, and then um, also um, what was oh, now I'm drawing a blank. I know. Did, oh, we want to talk about um, <laughs> the fuck was it? Uh, new album release or a uh, new? No, uh, Cannibal Corpse. Oh, Cannibal Corpse. So yeah, back to Cannibal. So. Now going from hair metal to death metal. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse just started their uh, world tour. Their I'm sorry, U.S. tour uh, a couple days ago, and they're actually going to be in our area this Friday at the Worcester Palladium, where I just back in Worcester, yeah, back in Worcester, where I just came from. There's all the New England Metal Festival. Yeah, and uh, I'm personally not going to go. I wish I could go, but I have. We're going to go to a local um, show this upcoming uh, local yokel local yokel band. So I always say support your local artists. So yeah. Wherever you're from, I don't care if you're in fucking Timbuktu, support your local yeah. artists. Uh, and so it's got a, it's at Sandy's Patio in Revere. It's a uh, friend from <laughs> yeah. Voluntary Victim, right? Uh, my buddy, my buddy we, Johnny's the bass player in the band. So go check an, him out. We should do an interview with them. We should, I think we should. <laughs> we should try to get that on the docket. <laughs> I think you should, Maddie. I think you should be better at this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so the point is, go check it. Support your local artists wherever you are. That doesn't yeah. matter where you're from, wherever you are, whatever music you're into. Yeah. Support them. Definitely. Yeah. So back to Cannibal Corpse. They're doing their tour. Uh, a huge fan of uh, George. Um, oh, George. George. He's the lead singer of the band. Or I should say lead growler of the band because he doesn't really sing. Never sung, I don't think. No, it's and amazing. he goes by uh, George Corpse Grinder is his handle. And, <laughs> That's uh, actually his given name. Yeah. It's great. He's <laughs> it's the best. His, it's his Christian name. I actually <laughs> met him a long time ago at a, a concert. At the um, the fuck was it? I think it was at the um, Xfinity Center down in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, and it was like a bunch of bands there, and it was Corn, Event Sevenfold, and it was and Cannibal Corpse was there. Wow, and it's that's like, weird. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. And he was uh, he was there. 
Um, They've been I, around for what? We met for- him like, and then my friend I was with at the time, she had connections. Her name was Nikki. So shout out to Nikki. And I haven't talked to her in years. I've talked to her yeah. since, since 15. And uh, she took me to the show and she knew um, a couple of band members of Asking Alexandria. Yeah. So after the show, after everything was after corn, I think corn event Sunfold headlined. Right. And after event Sunfold got off, we all went backstage. But event Sunfold left. They never stayed. Yeah. Meet Fieldy from Corn was there. Yeah. Jonathan Davis left. He stayed in the in the in the um the tour bus. Yeah. And uh, shit like that. But yeah, it was fun to meet George and only spoke with him maybe a couple minutes. But humble guy. Yeah. Big motherfucker. Like nice, tall. T- like just yeah. Like broad. Jacked. Tall yeah. And broad. Right. Right. Jacked, but like, yeah. You can tell he's got that like. Mutant strength. Yeah, right, you know? right. Retired strength. Yeah, the retired strength. Can we say that? Yeah. Yeah. We can say that now. Yeah, what the hell, yeah. I think, I, think that, I think it's okay. It's gone full circle. Yeah, it really is. You can has. say the R word now. I have no idea. No. Whatever. How they, They've been around for a while. They've been Cannibal since Corpse? like 99 and 98. Oh, I've been even longer, yeah. Maybe. I yeah. They, but I, think, I think it's when they became... Yeah, it became a household name, yeah. Yeah, I think I want to say maybe 95 now at this point, 94. But they weren't like... Back then, death metal wasn't... It was such on such on the back burner because yeah. new metal was coming out now with corn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and alternative was so huge. You know, right. with the uh, gin blossoms, whatever they're called, and fucking <laughs> yeah. tantric. Yeah, and tonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit like that. You Gravity know? kills. Grav- yeah. yeah, earshot. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, earshot. By the way, I heard them on Turbo on the way home from work today. Earshot. You ever heard of them? No. The guy. I don't even know the lead singer's name, but the guy, the lead singer. And certain, especially that song "Getaway," I no. think they were another. I think that's another. That's gonna basically, we'll bring up the topic yeah. of what we're gonna be our tonight's topic. Our episode right. is gonna be on. So, the song's called "Getaway," and the band's called Earshot. And the lead singer and a lot of certain instincts on that song, yeah, sounds like Maynard, like oh, a young that's Maynard. Wow, like not like he when he sings like just singing the part. Like certain verse, I'm sorry, lyrics of the song. He doesn't yeah. sound like Maynard, but like when he sings like the chorus and it gets high, the high notes and goes and he goes, "Get away!" Yeah, that sounds like Maynard, like it's like early Perfect Circle stuff. You think he's going for that? You think it's intentional? I don't know because that was they were in the '90s, right? They came out in the '90s and early 2000s. They All right, so yeah. Shot. Oh, so they came out the same. Yeah, yeah, they came the out in like they were like that you know band that was popular in the 90s right I never you heard bought of them. the album for for one song yeah right the album was good the album was trash right and it never Hence was we're gonna be talking about right tonight. right a little preview of the upcoming yeah. topic so yeah it just reminded me like the, I want to give that a quick uh, yeah. little shout out to people that don't know Earshot yeah. cause how many people sound like, uh, like no. Maynard no no, no fucking way no and so I wouldn't say he sounds exactly like no him. but you, some, you you hear yeah you hear the ten, you hear the MJK tendencies in that song. similarities pop up sure. yeah. yeah oh one more new song that I actually just heard today which is terrible have you heard the new version of um, We Didn't Start the Fire by Fallout Boy they did an updated oh, yeah, version of it Joe, I've heard that like a while <laughs> back it's, it's not that good it's terrible yeah they bring up yeah not good they bring up, but the only guy the only thing i gotta say that i actually like about that song is they bring up the new current events well yeah that's the whole point it's, it's like it's a remake it's a it's an updated version of, of it that, yeah which is but, i think it was pretty clever yeah but they could have done i think they spent a little should have spent a little more time it almost seems like it was like the first draft of it though like i don't know they talk about like uh, it's just it's yeah, it's bad. They shoehorn a lot of shit. It's yeah. you all It's, yeah, it's really bad. Well, I wish I could remember some of the things they referenced, but it's, it's, just, uh, but it's uh, not good. Okay. Yeah, no, it could have been. It could have been. It's a good idea. Yeah. Aren't they the ones that did the uh, the Boys of Summer? No, that was the uh, Ataris. Right. The Ataris. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is a great version. Yeah, yeah. I, I love a good cover version, as we found out in, in previous episodes, yes. but this one's not good. 
Yeah, a little too uh, trying too hard, boys. Oh well. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I mean, I like a, maybe a couple of, of Fall Out Boy songs, but I'm not like I don't go. They're not my go-to. Well, I'm refer like, to our emo sucks. Yeah, ego emo sucks. <laughs> emo. Yeah, JLG. Yeah. How's she doing? I wonder if she's. Uh, Sad, not floating in the fucking river, the ocean behind her house right now. I was just gonna say that. It goes to show you how fucked up we both are. You beat me to it on that one. I know. Hopefully she's face down yeah, somewhere. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. No, no. I don't want to, but I, I'm not that mean I tonight. Oh, yeah. If I was in a more pissed off mood, I would. Yeah. Well, anyways, fuck you, JLG. <laughs> I got the mic, and you will listen to every word I'm gonna <laughs> say. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that wraps that up, and um. Moving on to the topic at hand. Yes. Tonight we're going to discuss that it actually came to me. I was driving around one day and I actually brought, I texted Maddie. Yeah. And I said, you know what would be a good topic is let's do a topic on, say, that song that you was a single. Right. That was huge in the 90s or 2000s or 80s that you loved and you're like, oh, I love this fucking song. Can't wait for the album. Because back then, right. you couldn't just download the single like no. you can now on Apple iTunes or remember when they had Napster was a huge thing oh yeah Napster got so pissed yes. off Napster became so famous exactly thank you yes that's why Metallica got so pissed off because right. Napster was taking money from them but then again looking back at it at the time I was like oh no why'd you do that Napster was our key to music that we love and I don't right. want to buy the whole album for but then again Metallica was right in some ways. Lars was right in some ways. They were, but if it had been anyone but the biggest band, I mean, not the, yeah, I guess, like yeah, the Gin Blossoms, yeah, right, right, people would have fucking destroyed. Would have destroyed. You never heard from them ever again, right? But like you just said, it just came off as greedy. It just came it off as Metallica, right, right. People were pissed like initially. People were like, "Oh, fuck them!" Right. They showed. They remember that. Clip, I remember that clip on MTV. They show people throwing like the copies of Load and Reload and the Black <laughs> yeah. Album CDs. Right. Stomping on them and right. fucking like, fuck them, we're done with this band. Yeah. But now you fast forward to 2023 and Metallica is still the biggest fucking metal band in the right, world. Right, right. You know? Yeah, it just came off as a little greedy. I mean, if, if you know, like they were, like we were taking money out of, taking the food out of Lars's kids' mouths. Yeah. You know? Well, things didn't work out. Could go back to fucking Denmark and become a tennis player. Like you <laughs> That's wanted, right. Become a tennis pro. Like Torben wanted you to. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Torben Ulrich's dad. But it's funny. A quick take about that. Yeah. That we're on that. Lars actually was a like a standout top-notch tennis player in Denmark. In right. That, in that area of the world. But when they moved to Florida, he went to Florida to that t- tennis camp that, you know, the... Um, the, the Venus and oh, yeah. Williams sisters went to it. Yeah. And some other, like Agassi went to it, and some other top-notch tennis players around the world that, you know, went to. Yeah. Then he went, then they moved to LA and then he realized, man, I suck. Oh, really? So that's when he took the drum. Oh, okay. That's, that's funny. A, that's a quick thing. But yeah. Okay. Well, and that definitely uh, made him ready for uh, drums. That made him, that gave him the stamina to play uh, drums and, and, we, and a two-year date, a two-year world tour for Metallica. Yeah. And we both know, we both had the, we both agree on this as well. He's not that good of a drummer. <laughs> no, he's not. No. But he, he fits he, Metallica what they do. Well, he could be. We know how good he could be on the greatest metal album of all time. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But he didn't keep that up. But you know, Manny, I, I pose this question to you before we really get into the heart of the topic. Yeah. Let's say Metallica, obviously, back in the day, put out some killer albums. Obviously, Kill yeah, Them All, right, Ride right. the Lightning, Master, the best right. album ever, no, et cetera, et cetera. No. Yeah. Do you think... How put Danny Carey 
yeah. in Metallica. How much better would they even? How much better do you think they would be even better? Be they would be even better. Well, because he's so technical, they could actually do more. It's one of those things on paper. It does look good. It's almost like when they were going to hire um, uh, Les Claypool. You know, who interviewed twice? I heard right. Who he would? He's technically great, but it's all chemistry with bands, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, no, it would be, but it almost maybe it would be too. It would maybe it would change. It might change like James's writing too. Maybe if Danny yeah. Carey was in there, you know, not maybe not in a good way. I'm saying, you know, what well, I, mean? I, mean, I, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. I agree with you, yeah, a million percent. But it's you put that in paper and you're like, wow, Metallica would be would be even three times better with Danny <laughs> Carey in the band because True. they write better songs. True, yeah. But then again, it might not just be it might not just be their vibe. It changes the whole dynamic yeah. of things. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those things. It's fun to like you know put together your dream band, but in yeah. reality, if you put that dream band together, you know. Well, it might my, suck. It's funny. My dream band yeah. would consist two of the four members of Tool anyway. So it'd be <laughs> MJK, you're, Danny Carey. You're biased and anyway. Go from there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's just me, people. That's yeah. just me. What can it's, I say? It's true, though. But you never know what... Yeah. You, you think t- talent doesn't always equal uh, chemistry. Yeah. yeah right, sure. right. You would think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, tonight's topic, we're going to discuss albums. Well, what we, we got to... We actually yeah. started talking about so we got sidetracked again, but whatever. Yeah. So say, for instance, back in 94, when I yeah. come out and play from Offspring. Right. You know, and I was like, oh, that song's so fucking good. Right. And I was like, I had to buy the album. I bought the album. A couple other songs were good. The other albums. The other that's album. not a bad album, actually. But it's not bad. Right. But, but right. point is, that's an example. Right. But then again, you go and you buy Song 2. Right. you heard Song 2 from Burger. Oh, my God, that song's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Okay, great. This song's fucking phenomenal. I can't wait to get check out the song. But right. then again, back in the '90s, you had to buy the whole album. If this is a problem that a lot of younger Us listeners people, like our will not get has. this. Yeah, like nowadays, these kids nowadays don't know what we're talking about. Right, right. So I went out on a Friday night. I went to the ball with my grandmother. <laughs> I remember it well. I couldn't drive. Where'd you go, Leechmere? Uh, I think I, <laughs> no, it was um, FYI Music. Oh, F Y E. F Y E. Yeah. Oh wow. Which yeah. Is yeah. Liberty Tree Mall. That's right. Yeah. In Danvers, Massachusetts. People know what I'm talking about. Like, Maddie knows. And don't forget how much we used to pay for these CDs sometimes. Sometimes it'd be upwards of like 20 bucks. Yeah, because, 16, 17 bucks. Yeah, because that's how yeah. they, they got you back then. Yeah, right, right. So I went to, I remember going to FYE and I bought the whole song just to hear Song 2 by Blur. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember the name of the album because it was trash. The whole album was trash. So that's yeah. the point of the tonight's topic. Right. As I went to buy the whole, I paid, say, fourteen ninety nine. To buy song two. That's right. all I, I paid basically 15 bucks for one song. <laughs> right. That's my point of this whole I think, topic we're talking about. I don't think the rest of that album was that bad, but the rest of the album wasn't that style. They were, because they were never like that anyway. They were more of like a Brit pop, like Oasis y kind of band. Yeah, and that's but, what was in my. Yeah, my, and that song was like an outlier. So if you went and bought it, you'd be like, wait a minute, this is I, it's false advertising. This isn't anything like I thought yeah. it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was too bad of an album, but it certainly wasn't the same style as wasn't my song. Cup of- <laughs> no. English tea as a young <laughs> as a young uh, yeah so then I mean then you got like albums like you know like for instance like I haven't I honestly I think I have I don't know where it is I still believe it's at my mother's house yeah and all my, I have a huge black um, CD case holder and it has like probably like was it like a tower I had no, a no, giant it's a tower. Oh, it's a okay. Black binder. <coughs> oh, okay. Five hundred CDs. I think it's full with the five hundred. Oh, you CDs. had to take it out of the. You have to take it out of the. Just like white, sli- yeah. like clear slits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I should actually should next time I go to the house, try to go find that. Yeah. Day, I would see where I can find, see what I have in there. 
But I mean, like I can just remember like going to Leechmere or Caldor or Riches. <laughs> Caldor, wow. Or Fye, right. Sam Goody, Strawberries, Strawberries. When my dad worked as a teenager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked there as a teenager. Our, our friend, uh, a friend of the years. show, uh, a certain somebody used to manage Strawberries. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Oh, that's. Are you right. talking about Bri- Jason? No, no. We're talking about uh, our friend, uh, the post office. She worked. Believe she. Manager she I believe she managed. Oh, maybe not managed. She. she she'll correct. I have to tell my dad that. Yeah, yeah. Later, uh, much later on, I think. Yeah. Well. We didn't talk about Jason. Oh, we'll yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, it'll be a little... I'm sorry, I've got the A shout-out to a friend of the... Uh, well, well, more like an acquaintance, yeah, yeah. you know. Psychopathic I friend. recently. I think he's a chooch, but I, <laughs> yeah. he gets my respect, man. Yeah, we'll, he stepped we'll up. We'll discuss that later on. Yeah, yeah. But going to like those certain places to buy your, your CDs and music, yeah. I remember I started off with cassettes because growing up in the mid-90s, I didn't have. I had a CD player and a cassette player yeah. for my car. So I had right. only a cassette player when I got my first car. Yeah. Didn't have a CD player at the time. No. So I had cassettes from back in the day when I was a child. Yeah. But I remember going to like, 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 I remember buying the album from Chumbawamba. <laughs> I get, no, what's the name of the song? Uh, Tub Thumping. Tub, Tub Thumping. I remember buying that album uh, just to, out, right? to love that, because at the time, right. I loved that song. Right. And the fucking album was trash because besides that one song. I know. It's like, really? This was the risk in the we age took. of 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 albums too, right? Yeah. Album up until digital, this was the risk you took. You never you how could you know what you were getting? You couldn't I mean you could look up reviews of it, but you wouldn't know. You couldn't preview anything. No. You, this was yeah, this was the risk that you took. It. And a lot of times even, it was a swing and a miss. Yeah. Even reviews are word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could go no, on well you could go you could go on like Rolling Stone or something or spin and get a review of it. But that's just their take of it. it was you know, very minimal on the. Yeah, true. It would, it would give you an. It would give you an overall. Um, I didn't have a computer until I, I was like 15 years old. Well, I'm saying, so the, I, how was I going to know? Well, the, the magazine itself. I, I wasn't. I, yeah. I, I was an avid subscriber to both Spin and Rolling Stone yeah, for years. Yeah, now Rolling Stone's terrible. Oh no, God! Let's not. Well, that, that could be a good. Yeah. Well, we could talk about. Actually, that's a good topic. Someday. That would be. Yeah. All right, we'll how, think about that. The, the uh, how bad certain institutions from the past are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, I would I would read reviews, but that would never tell you exactly how it was. And no. You know what I mean? That was just a, some a music no. critic's opinion on it. But yeah, oh yeah, I, I bought dozens. I had a, I had hundreds of CDs back in the day. A big giant tower. Oh yeah, oh, like a like a seven foot tower full. And a lot of it was. Uh, yeah, a lot of the CDs were bought for one song, and that's all you got. Yeah. Yeah. One or two songs. If you're lucky, you got two. Right. If you're really lucky, you got three. You yeah. Know? Yeah. At best. Yeah. But then, like, yeah. But then it's funny because then you buy albums like Master and Justice for All and Dark Side of the Moon. Well, you know the classics. Stuff on four, yeah. Three. Right. Like those albums are great, great from start to finish. Right. You, these were more like bands coming out at the time that you didn't know much yeah. about, like uh, like Tantric and yeah. Sonic and Gin well, Blossoms and. Earshot, like you mentioned. There's a band called Ammonia, an Australian band. Never heard of them. Uh, great band. Well, no, I'm going to say there was one good song. They had one song called Drugs, which is a great like 90s uh, grunge song. Kind of Silverchair-ish maybe a little bit. I love Silverchair. Yeah. I was Silverchair. Silverchair should have been bigger than they were. That's a great album. Right? That that had more than frog, a frog, frog stomp frog, from 95. Great, great, no, yeah. that album was great. Right. I'd say, say there's like what twelve tracks. I think there's eight great tracks on that album. Israel Sun. Not, and, not uh, the whole the whole album is not great, but no. the majority is great. But we'll the, yeah, it. so you get if you can get half of it, if you could get half of a good album You're back then by scoring. a new band, That's yeah, a score. that was good. But yeah, Ammonia was not good. Um, there was a band called, uh, and you might know this band, Mr. Merengue. 
Yes, who, I heard of them. But I don't on, really know. I didn't listen to much of them. Though. Well, they're on the. Uh, I heard of them. They're on the Ace Ventura soundtrack, I believe. Oh, they had, okay. They had, the first I, one. They had one good song uh, on that album, and the rest was just garbage. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah, Burning Rubber was the name of the song. There's something on the wing. <laughs> something. There's a man on the wing. <laughs> Ace Ventura. That was Pet when Nature Called. Oh, number two. That's right. And the Pet Detective was number one. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great movies. I love those movies. Classic movies. Yeah, so good. But um, now, is there a particular album that you can vividly remember that you went out and you couldn't wait to buy and you were disappointed? Well, those, those, one song. those were two. There was one, um, there was a band called Dig in the 90s. Yeah, Dig, I know them. You remember them? Uh, they had a song called Believe. Great song. Why don't you believe? believe. Yeah, okay, believe. vaguely. I've heard that in probably since yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah, well, years, right? I'll go yeah. Back into it. Went out, got that album, rest of it, garbage. Maybe one other good song, but um, yeah, no, that was a thing in the '90s uh, because I think the record companies was signing up bands left and right after Nirvana, especially after Cobain died, mm. trying to fill in the gap. I think they intentionally. I think they knew. I think they, you know, they say we'll get you in the studio. We know you only have one or two good songs, but you know who's gonna know? Because <laughs> once you buy the CD, it's bought. The money is made. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unless it, how does it work? You say you buy the CD. And you, you, and you initially you don't open it up and you return it. They, does the money get just taken back out of their account? I mean, no, I think that's all just the record store, right? Because they get yeah. the, the artists probably get paid. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I don't think returns. And a lot of people just well, you had to open it, right, to listen to it, to it, to it, to it. So yeah, so going to Leechmere and the yeah. strawberries, strawberries, Rocket Records, Rocket Records, our local. Uh, yeah, it's just like you said, you bought all these albums hoping to. You know, just to hear that one song because the song was so good, you heard it in the radio, and then you're like, you're hoping, and then all of a sudden you're like, so disappointed because the rest of the album is just like complete, utterly garbage. Literally all filler, no killer. Yep. Yeah, that's what. But I, I think, uh, I think it was intentional a lot of times with these, uh, with these record companies. You know, they didn't want to lose the uh, gravy train that they were experiencing. Yeah. With the, uh, you know, the, you know. Well, nowadays, in like, especially with like, not like, not the, I don't want to, not. Not to toot your own horn? Indirectly, I should say, not directly trying to you know, trash on or shit on Spotify. Oh, go ahead. And like streaming services. Like, well, like, yeah. They're, they're milking these guys. Like, even Brian mentioned it. Yeah. Like, in the, in the pennies interview. on the dollar, yeah. Like, literally, pennies on the dollar. Right. And like, it's like these guys. So you'd think they were, weren't making any money off record sales back in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s when there was no digital like platform like it is now to stream all your music. Right. These guys are like, it's just it's almost, even almost worse now. Yeah, true. It's so I I kind of miss the days of the CD though. I mean I know like now you can obviously you can you know str- you know pay ten dollars a month to stream or whatever you want. You can find out. I love it. R- whether I kind of miss like it was kind of fun though. It was a gamble, right? Like buying yeah. the CD because a lot of times you would buy something and you'd find like a hidden gem that was loaded with hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of miss that. Well, I, I find that. Um, I don't know. I know. I love. I obviously. I loved having like access to so much music and finding like old albums. But there, there is a. I do kind of miss the old days of. Well, the uh, key word you said is miss, yeah. and the only thing I miss about the those days, is actually going to a store that sold only music. Yeah. Right. Like you go to like you go to Sam. You go to Newbury Comics. They have a moderately good music section, but it's all vinyl now, which I get vinyls making a huge comeback. I've been there years. now for years. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I want to go. Like the only place I went to. In the last, yeah, God I, knows, remember, I know what you're gonna say too. Amoeba, Amoeba, Amoeba music yeah, in, in West Hollywood. I'd love to Hollywood. get out there. Yeah, wow, is that the only one? The only Amoeba? I think no. I think there's another one in 
Not in California, but, maybe in Tennessee, maybe. Oh, really? That's I'm weird. Not, I'm not sure. I, I'm not. Don't call. I'm not. I don't know for sure. Do you know? Don't say. I, no. You know, I told you that was. I'm just. I think it's just Hollywood, as far as I know. It could yeah. Be, or maybe Tennessee, but I definitely Hollywood where I was. Yeah. And I remember walking in there, and I was just like, "Wow, I can't." I'm. It's a store. feeling that I haven't had. I haven't, I haven't I, had in a long time. I had. I, had chills. You came in like, your pants. Let's be honest. I, I literally jizzed in my you pants. You shot a load. I did. Like I had to go. <laughs> I had no underwear, so I had to go to the CVS and buy a pair of uh, Depends and change. And it nobody would blame you for shooting your load because oh, it's man. it's an experience we you don't have in anymore. There, and it's just like huge, tall ceilings. I, I and it yeah. just goes down. The, the building is so big, goes down forever. And it's not just music, but it has mostly music. But it has like music band T-shirts. Oh yeah, merch. Band T-shirts, band vinyl, CDs, cassettes. Yeah. Merch, um, comic books. Yeah. But mostly it's music, man. Yeah. And that's why I miss I that. I miss that. I miss that. I wish too. I had one of those around here where I can I, just go there every weekend. Yeah. I miss going to FYE yeah. and Bleachmere and Best Buy when they when they had a mu- huge music section. Right. I get it. This ch- sign of the times, a change of times. I get well, yeah, it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. But I miss it. I miss going. I miss going to the mall on a Friday with my, with my friends and my grandmother and just going to like yeah. spend I allow allowance from buying CDs and music. That's all I bought with my was that. I, I remember getting t shirts. One of the first things I did when I got my license, I went out to Burlington to the Tower Records. Or we'd go into Boston even before that yeah. to go to Tower Records and the original Newbury Comics. Newbury Comics were cool, but there was something about Tower there's something about going into a giant one like Tower Records yeah, was and just seeing fucking CDs on top of CDs and just every yeah, and just the the, the, the art of flipping through them too, especially yes. at Rocket Records, you'd flip through You'd flip, through, you know, you'd flip through the uh, the whole. I, yeah. I was in Newbury Comics last week. Yeah. On Saturday or fr- Friday, and for about twenty minutes, I just gandered through the vinyl section and nothing. I was just kind of looking to see what. It's, it's yeah. Like, even that section's gotten small since the first. Yeah, smell. it has. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck. Like. No, it takes a lot like Amoeba to keep it going. There's only you, you don't blame these places for going under. I mean, it's the bottom line. But yeah, I give I give a credit to Amoeba to keep that going. And they've they've you know they're an institution. I mean, they're they're a, a you one, know legendary place. One so. of the first things I did when I walked into Amoeba is went right to their section where you can buy Amoeba T-shirt. I picked up the Amoeba T-shirt, yeah. which I wore. It's a cool. Times. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I yeah. wear that shirt a lot. I yeah. fucking love that shirt. I don't wear I don't wear it too much anymore because I don't want to wear it out because I, I don't know what time I don't know when I'm gonna be back to California. Go yeah. Next time I go back to Cali. Yeah. I'm getting one. Another Man, one. I don't think me. so. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to Cali. <laughs> Cali. Cali. But I actually saw... LL so cool on Friday to... night, after yeah. I went to Newbury Comics, I went to see my old friend, Teresa. So I made plans. She owns... I met her back in like 2012. Yeah. She was bartending at Toscana's in Peabody, Massachusetts. Yeah. And I was going... I only met her because my friend, Mike Dela Cruz, who I haven't talked to in years... He would, he's out, he's from New York, was living in New York City back in the day, but he was working for, um, he was a salesman for like, like Con Air and like um, hair products, yeah. for like men and women and like, like basically yeah. in the sales, he's a salesman. Yeah. And he had to come to Boston a lot to do, like he would go to New York City, based out of New York City in Manhattan, yeah. go to, go to, come to Boston and go to Chicago. Like his three like major spots were like Chicago, Boston. New York City, yeah. Um, I want to say Philadelphia. Like he was in that area, always in this area doing shit. So he like a product, like one product one rep. Area, he yeah, would stay, yeah. He would stay either in Boston or at the Peabody Marriott. Yeah. So he always hit me up. Said, "Let's we go for a couple of drinks." So we go to Toscana's. He loved yeah. going to Toscana's, yeah. and we became we became a good friends with Teresa, the bartender. So she quit Toscana's, opened up her own 
spot in Swampscott on Humphrey Street called Cafe oh. Avellino. Oh, yeah. And I haven't seen Teresa in years. Right. And we somehow we reconnected through text. I met, actually know her, her cousin's a bartender at... Funny, keeping the in the business mm-hmm. in the family, her cousin's a bartender at Lazy Dog in Lynn, Massachusetts, yeah. and my father and I were there last year. Yeah, and we we started talking. Oh my! You know, somehow she came up, and I said, "Oh, I know Teresa, uh, yeah. and yeah, I know she has a spot." And then I reached out to her, and yeah. then um, yeah, so we somehow that's how we, we we reconnected. Yeah, and I reached out to her um, a couple weeks ago. And she's like, yeah, come by the, sh- the store. I, just, I haven't been there in years. I only, I only went there like twice when she first opened up. Yeah. So I went by there on Friday real quick to say hello. And she made me chicken parmesan and wow. some pasta. Yeah. And uh, I had I sat there at the bar, at the little bar area. And yeah. I was in and out then like maybe, I don't know, an hour. Yeah. Talked to her for a little bit. She was busy though. The place was busy. Yeah. It's only a small spot. Had some seats outside, seats inside. But it was good to reconnect with her. And, right. You know, met her. She's a really nice boyfriend, really nice guy. Yeah. She's older than I am. A little like, man, like, I, don't, I don't know how much older than she is than me, but she's, she's seventy-five. She's definitely yeah. She's seventy. <laughs> yeah. She's seventy-five and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, is that like reconnecting and like meeting people and then talking about and then, but I went from Newbury Comics to there. Yeah. And I saw a kid. There's a guy that walked in with his friend, and he was wearing a Meba music T-shirt. Wow, that's what that that's was the whole cool. point of the story. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I couldn't believe it. I said, Oh, that nice shirt, man. I got one too. I said, yeah. I should admit, I knew you were coming. I would have wore it. And he laughed. Yeah. He goes, Yeah, I was just there. Like he said, he was there like a few months ago. And he said the place is the first time he's ever been. What a great thing, though. Like Amoeba is famous for like sticking it out and staying open, and then they bring people in from like like. It's a destination if you go out there, yeah. I would imagine, right? Just because you're the last one standing. You know, Maddie, you know I, I mean? have a f- crazy idea. Okay. Let's I think sp- next year, yep. when we, we plan a vacation, we go to California. I say I. sometime in the winter, maybe? We, yeah. We All go right. to California Definitely. for like a long weekend. Yeah. Go to Amoeba Music. Okay. We can, do like a, we can even do like a live podcast from that. Yeah, that's where you go. Kind of cool, right? A remote, yeah. A remote podcast yeah, near, yeah. near Amoeba Music. All right. That's cool. Not a bad idea, right? All right. Talk to all the homeless people, people out there, too. <laughs> We're going to plan a trip to go to California nice. to do some live, impromptu, remote podcasting. We're taking scrap metal on the road. Yeah, baby. Not the other scrap metal. The good yeah. scrap metal. <laughs> that's right. The Except OG. no substitutes. The OG. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, I noticed that. That's right. Yes. So, um, but yeah, it just brings you back to like the whole point where, yeah. I mean, we, we can go on for hours and hours about, you know, we bought the city, we bought that city. Oh, you it's could. Like, yeah. I mean, people like, I don't think people really want to hear what CDs we bought. Well, no. We... In particular, like this one, I mean, all metallic, I, I would even say, and I hate to say this, I was so amped up to buy Reload. And there's only a couple of good songs on the album, in my opinion. So again, yeah, I agree. One of the bigger ones that people yeah. are people like, wow. Yeah, Metallica, no. Yeah, Reload was in my mind trash. Saint Anger came out in 2003. <laughs> well, Saint well, Anger. well, there you go. There's, a, there's an album with zero good tracks. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And I still Dude, bought it. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah. Hoping, right. Because the first t- the first single was Saint Anger. Right. And you knew that was shit. Yeah, it was but, shit, but I still like the I still like the beat enough. Where I was like, I still have Metallica to the point where I was like, I'm still gonna buy it because I'm a huge fan. You thought to yourself, well, maybe Lars only used the trash can uh, drum on that track, and then he didn't use them on the. No, but he used it on every song. And maybe there'll be a, guitar, a Kirk Hammett solo. Yeah, no, no, no. there wasn't a Kirk Hammett solo. <laughs> None but to be when found. Death, when Death Magnetic came out in 2008, right? Finally, they they heard the public. They listened right. to what we had to said, what we said, and that Kirk. Souls reappeared. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't. Reload was a shitty album too. I don't fault a band for uh, trying new stuff. You no. know, hey, it's, you know, if, if that's really what they were doing at the time, if that's really what they wanted to do, and it probably was, you know, 
Yeah, you 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 go so far. Oh, I you know they went so far on and justice for all the greatest metal, metal album of yeah, all time. Said that twice already. Yeah. No master. Thank you very much. You know how many how many? I uh, said that twice. And I think Lars got sick of uh, practicing the double bass drum on that anyway. Probably he knew he couldn't keep that up. Yeah, he, he, he blew his the, load he on that the double one. bass kick drum and on albums he does it anyway I saw them recently a couple of years ago well yeah 2021 was it 2021 or 22 the Boston Calling Festival 21 no, it was 22. I think 20, oh it's, yeah, yeah 22 yeah because that's when everything was backed up going and running yeah, yeah that's no, true no way to that's, well, that's right yeah yeah so Buried whatever in lockdown yeah yeah so Metallic was in that he still had the double kick drum yeah 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 I mean um, you know I mean yeah we're talking about like lesser known bands but I know like uh, f- famous what? bands have had albums that have only had you know one particular you can remember? Um, you went out and couldn't wait to I'm buy I'm trying to think. Maybe something like Zeppelin in their later years, like something like Pre- Presence only had like uh, uh, Cashmere on it maybe that was good, and the rest of it was... Yeah, I mean... I, it's it's subpar. Yeah, it's definitely not... Uh, any uh, Tool? Tool album? Maybe? No. No? All, all killer, no fuller. All killer for me, man. Yeah. All killer for me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Tool albums, and then again, they don't put so much. They only put so much out in sporadically. True. So that, every, well, that's I mean, a good. Yeah. I would say there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple tracks that are fillers that are just sounds and crazy distortions that Tool right. put in, but that doesn't count because it's not really. But overall, every Tool album that I that they've made, in my opinion, is is great from start to finish. Yeah. Well, and one one man's filler is another man's killer. I mean, yeah. sometimes people do like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, sure. sometimes a bad song is a bad song, but sometimes, you know, a bad song is someone's favorite song, yeah. or, you know, if they're mentally ill. So, yeah, like, the point is even like even some like the later Pantera stuff is eh, but Reinvent of the Steel, though, is really good. Oh, yeah. But so, like Southern Trend Kill, like the or, great Southern Trend yeah, Kill. Yeah. That's kind of like it has like flood on it, which is right. I think, in my opinion, fucking Dimebag's best guitar solo in yeah, his career. Definitely, that yeah. guitar solo is fucking orgasmic. Yeah, yeah it was. Slash orgasmic. I just came in my ears. Your fucking ears fucking splew out pus. <laughs> Splooge. <laughs> Splooge out pus all over the place because <laughs> you're just fucking destroyed eerily from your orgasm. Yeah, ear canal. Ear canal. <laughs> Need to put a fucking tube in there so it can fucking drain properly. <laughs> Yikes! I know from personal experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think with that said, um, I think that kind of would kind of wrap up the topic of the day. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. Um, to finish, go, <laughs> yeah. to go out strong, I want to talk about a uh, actually a local uh, matter. We want to shout someone out. Yeah. Um, so I don't know this guy that well. Maddie used to work with him back in the day, and Maddie's just kind of like an acquaintance with him. Yeah, I'm pretty. This yeah. guy, his yeah. name's Jason. Jason, yes. What's his last name? Ayarasi. Ayarasi, but what's his real last name? It is Ayarasi. Oh, what do you think it was? Like isn't a... he Armenian? It goes like, isn't it short for like erosion or something? No, like no. I think uh, he was his uh, father was uh, Italian, oh, uh, adopted okay. father. <laughs> Whatever. Give his whole history. Besides the point, this guy's a fucking psychopath. He's a psychopath, and he would admit that he's a psychopath. He's a complete psychopath. Right, right. Divorced, all that shit. Psychopath. Right, right. But Maddie, Mellow Maddie, brought to my attention recently yes. that um, there was so there was a thing in Massachusetts, was it Salisbury Beach, Salisbury Beach. So there's a beach, there's a uh, town slash whatever city up in Massachusetts near the New Hampshire line called Salisbury, and it's very popular with white trash. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's so yeah. fast, though. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. but that said, um, there was an incident. On the new, there was an incident like twentieth uh, or nineteenth, about a week ago. A week yeah, ago where yeah. this poor kid 
was in the ocean, drowning, struggling. His father right. ran out to go save him, what any parent should do. Right. And the father was struggling, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the father couldn't barely, couldn't even. The undertow up in uh, up here is is crazy. Even it when is. the waters look calm and peaceful, the undertow will just suck you out, and you have to. You can't, you know the the drill. You have to swim with Side. it or parallel to it. You have to swim pretty sideways. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can't fight it because it'll just get worse. Yeah. But I think in people's panic, they they try to fight so it. So the kid was basically ready to yeah. get swept away. And then the father Body was too. Body undertow, <laughs> which is a great tool for him. Yeah, that is. Very much. It, yeah. Um. So whatever. Be all seriousness. The yeah. kid was drowning. Right. The father went to go save, and the father was struggling and drowning. Just as bad and in shape. Too innocent. Bystanders, right? Good Samaritans, you may Good call Samaritans, them. Samaritans, yes, right. And one of them was Jason, <laughs> yes, Ayer fucking Rossi, yes. Went out and saved the kid with it. A, really did another innocent they, bystander. They pulled him in. Um, they pulled him in safe and sound. The kid's fine. Yeah. And the father, unfortunately, unfortunately did not make. No, it, he didn't. Which no, was so sad. They they brought him in. Uh, they did CPR, and the police were obviously hero. hero. They jumped right in, but that's kind of the job, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, sad. I think he was only 40s. 44, uh, I think. 44, yeah. From Methuen, same yep. as Jason. I don't know if Jason. Crazy? Yeah, weird. But uh, yeah, and give a shout out to uh, Jason. As, as, cra- Jason as crazy as he is, yeah. he's uh, here. And there's some news uh, stories on him. Yeah. As much as I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I met him once and I was like, that's enough for me. I don't really care for the guy. <laughs> I love psychotic people. He does, so yeah. I do, yeah. I mean, I'm a little psychotic, but I'm, I'm, right. more, I'm a more crazy you're, in a fun way. Well, you're positive psychotic. Jason's, well, loves. Yeah, Jason's just plain psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> But I love both sides of the psychotic spectrum. You do, you right? Do. And that's right. babe. All yeah. power to you, kid. <laughs> small doses. Small. Yeah, you, you deal please. with these people in small I doses. I can't deal with Jason. In, no, no. In any dose anymore. No. But with that said, I just really want to s- sincerely say that he has my yes. utmost respect. Right. And I'll never lose my respect for that guy. Right. Because that's bravery. Even I mean, as that's psychotic as he is. And right. A fucking lunatic and psychopath. Right. <laughs> Chooch he is. I will. He always will have my utmost. Fucking respect. Well, good because he's uh, coming out with us tonight. Later, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, buddy, (laughs) a psychopath with a good heart, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that said, thank you, Jason. You deserve it. You did a great thing. (laughs) Yes. Unbelievable. The kids saved because you. Unfortunately, the father didn't. Kudos. Yeah. But I'm so sorry. It's such a terrible tragedy. But Jason, thank you for saving the kid. Right. That's unbelievable. Along with the uh, the other guy, Kenny Crosby is his name, who became kind of close. Well, he. He's in touch with Jason online, and and the, the girlfriend. They were both on the beach. That oh, that's happened. nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yes. that went well. And, yes, it all worked out. And it worked out well. <laughs> Kenny, um, Crosby, uh, Kenny Crosby, who sounds like a uh, bad Not, country singer. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's basically a long uh, spawn <laughs> slash long yeah. string of the family genes from Bing Crosby. Yeah, and David Crosby. Crosby, the hockey yeah. player, and David too, and David Crosby. Yes. Yeah. But uh, with that said, I wanted to say thank you, Jason. You got my respect, and. Um, uh, going forward, follow us on uh, Instagram. Yep. We have a YouTube channel out there. It's Scrap Metal Show. Subscribe, follow us, like us. Um, you can find our episodes available on all platforms where you get your favorite platforms. Across podcasts. the board, yep. Across the board, especially Spotify and Stitcher. And No, we lost Stitcher. We lost Stitcher. Stitcher got out, uh, bought out by um, XM, actually. Yeah, I love Stitcher. I, I use Stitcher for a lot of my podcasts, but Stitcher's now gone. So maybe we'll have to yeah. we'll get on XM. Yeah, series, maybe, that, right? maybe we'll just transfer over we'll to transfer XM. Over so yeah, you'll, they'll, good. they'll find us, yeah. They will. But uh, so follow us there. Um, if, like I said, if you have any uh, questions, critiques, concerns... Etc. Yeah. Shoot me a DM, Metal, uh, Metal Maddie. I'm the one who takes care of the social media portion of the 
of the of the outfit here, and Maddie's the main <laughs> editor and uh, director of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but uh, technical director, technical director. Yeah, but uh, follow us, uh, listen to us. We appreciate your um, your ear, yeah, so to speak. And we uh, we the fact. Oh, again, listen to the episode, their last episode fifty six of the exclusive interview with Brian Fair, the lead singer and Madman from fucking Shadows, fucking Fall, local Massachusetts band. SF. They've torn all over the world, but they're locally here from Massachusetts. Yeah. They're awesome. They're spectacular. So check that interview out. And there's more interviews that come in the future. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to mention any names, but we have some in the pipeline lined up. Pipeline. Yep. They're coming on. Ready to go. It's just a matter of time when we get the we can we can adhere to their schedule and they can adhere to our schedule. Yeah. We're all very busy. It's all scheduling. It's just very. It's tough. And I do all the scheduling. Uh, I I'm. Maddie and I really just really take this personally and sincerely. We want to just thank you guys for listening and uh, shout out to Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes and all our platforms that yeah. host us. And a big shout out to our friends out in San Francisco, Pantheon yes, Pods. Yes, Those guys are awesome. The great Christian Swain. Yes, and soon to hopefully work with them someday. Yes, definitely. Goal. That definitely is. All yes. right, guys. Well, with that said, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Stay, stay sick. That's S-I-C. Peace the fuck out, boy!